God bless you. Pray that you're having a wonderful day. We welcome you to come into the studio with me and my beautiful wife, Eliana. We are so excited, amen, to have you as our guest here on Kingdom Concepts. And if you haven't already, we would love to know how this program has been a blessing to you. So please hit that like button, amen, have some fellowship with it, and then please subscribe so that way you don't miss any episode. Every Monday, we put a new video out, amen, and it's something to help you to face the day, to face the week, amen, something that is relevant to who you are and where God wants your life to be. And so we're so blessed to have you Amen. with us. Um, today we're going to be talking about, well, for the next couple of weeks, mm -hmm. we're going to be talking about a very important subject that every Christian should have a firm understanding of. And it's something that not everybody's comfortable with, but it's something that we all need. Mm -hmm. And it's simply change. Mm. You know, change is something that every one of us experience and Change is, is different um, than, than growth. You know, obviously change is inevitable, but growth is intentional. Mm -hmm. So as a Christian, amen, you want to be intentional with yeah. change to where you're, you're, you're allowing the Lord to bring change into your life uh, that produces growth to where it causes you to be a stronger follower of Jesus, someone that's more committed to his word, someone that, that has the... The, the, the nature of Christ, the character of Christ, where you become what the Bible says Christ-like mm -hmm. versus um, someone that's just sitting back doing nothing and things change to where their, uh, you know, time just goes by. It changes, but you know what? They remain the same. Mm -hmm. And that, you know, remaining the same, that's one of the definitions of to be cursed. To be cursed means that you stay the same, you remain the same. Why do you think people, uh, why do you think people are scared of change? Even sometimes good change, you know that it's going to be a good change. You know that that's what's about to happen is going to be good, you know, whatever situation it is. But people still are scared of change. Why do you think? Because every one of us have a resistance to change. Why, though? Because we like being experts at what we know. Mm. It's like when you've been doing something or living a certain way, you become an expert at it. And mm -hmm. so it's like you, 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 it doesn't require a lot of work and you're very comfortable because things are not unknown, it's all known. Mm -hmm. But um, the way that I liken it too is like when, um, when you were younger and you'd go to a new school. Yes. It's like here you are in this new school and the first thing you're looking for is everything that's different about this school and the school that you used to mm -hmm. go to. And even the Bible talks about this, you know, that uh, people would say, oh, the old temple was better than the new temple. And, and, and so we have this, this comparison thing that we do. And it's not to say that what's new is is worse or it's not as good, it's just different. Mm -hmm. And so you have to learn to deal with your resistance to change because if you're gonna have growth, you're gonna have to come to a place to where you see the value in making positive changes. Mm -hmm. I think it's the unknown too. Mm -hmm. You know, when, when things change, like you said, you know, it's something that's familiar, you know how to do it, it's, it's comfortable, you, you already have a routine and then when change comes, it's an unknown thing. You don't know how you're going to be. You don't know how you're going to react. You don't know what's to come. And, and so just the unknown is a scary thing because you don't know how it's going to work out. You mm -hmm. don't know. You know, I was thinking about my son and my son um, got a new job. And uh, we knew that him getting this new job, he called his parents, both sides, you know, his, his in-laws. And we all were praying with him about this new position and this new job. It was going to be less money, but it would be better benefits mm -hmm. for him, a better schedule for him and his wife. And, you know, he was like, okay, okay, 
first day he calls us. He hates it. Remember that? He yeah. hates this job. You know what? It, it, there was just no challenge in it, and he couldn't believe it. And, you know, and all he did was this, and, Mom, anybody could do this, and, and I just don't like it. And so for the first couple of days, he just was was he just did not like it remember that phone call it was day one day one day yeah. one was the i don't like this job it's just it's not what i expected it's not what they had told me it's it doesn't challenge me it's just uh, anyone can do this i'm used to operating at a different caliber a higher level uh, just and we had to remind him well what did god tell you to take this job yes yes and then we're like then then just embrace Stay it there. yeah don't it's going to be different than where you've been but it doesn't mean it's bad because it's different. Yeah. And I think it was like, what, two days later? Maybe like three days. It was like the third day. Yeah, that's what yeah, I'm saying. I told him, I said, you go to work. I said, and you be the best that you can be. Mm -hmm. I said, you don't worry about anything else. So I, by the second week, he was just like, okay, I really like this job. I know why I'm here, you know, kind of thing. And so um, it's just, he just didn't like it at the point. At that it's because it was different. It he was didn't different. know these employees, didn't know the environment, didn't know the product. But I remember that phone call because I remember he was going, he compared it to one of his favorite jobs he'd ever had. He goes, I love this job. I love it. That was the third day. I love this job. It, <laughs> yeah. it reminds me of when I used to work at the solar farm, you know, or what have you. And so every one of us have a resistance to change. Maybe there's change going on in your life, and I believe there truly is. If you're growing, then you're changing. Well, come on, that's uh, the truth. Because God doesn't want you to remain the same. The Bible says that we go from glory to glory, amen, from one change to another change into the image of God. That takes time, and it's a process that you have to be willing to endure. Mm -hmm. And it's so important for us as believers, the moment that we connect with Jesus Christ, that is the beginning of a whole new life. Change is going to be something that is constant in the life of a mature believer mm -hmm. because you cannot grow if you do not allow change. I mean, you think about like when you, like when we started having children, mm -hmm. You know, we were so used to our life being a certain way to where we mm -hmm. just answered to each other, you know, and, you know, we did whatever we wanted, at whenever we wanted, at whatever time we wanted. But it's like, once you have a child, it's like, man, you have a new alarm clock. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. you have new responsibilities. And, and I think a lot of times, you know, especially with that first child, and there's so many things that come to you to where you're like, man, am I, am I going to be a good father? Am I going to be a good mother? I've never been here. I've never been this mm -hmm. before. And if you're like me, like I didn't have a father. My father wasn't in the picture mm -hmm. growing up. I had a good stepfather who, man, he's, he's my father. Um, but, but he still had issues that he, you know, from his, his upbringing. So um, it was different stepping yeah. into that, you know, and. But I think that, you know, as, as you embrace it, you know, you're going to be all right. Yeah. You know, as you, as you adapt to it, as you make changes. Mm -hmm. But I want us to jump right into this right now. Amen. Again, today we're going to be talking about change and we're going to be taking it from this angle. Um, you know, the beginning. Amen. As a believer, we want to talk to you about, you know, a, a beginning with change. Um, when we got saved, you know, the scripture that best, I think, um, illustrates what happens when someone comes to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ to where faith arises. You believe that mm -hmm. he is the son of God, that he did die for all the things you've done wrong. He rose again to a new life that he offers you, forgiveness that he offers you, grace that he offers you, so that you don't have to keep being who you've been. You can become who he's always wanted you to be. Mm -hmm. 
in the guilt of your sin, the shame of your sin, the, the life of the sin that you've had, man, all of that stuff is washed away in the mm -hmm. blood of Christ. And so there's an experience that you have at that point of salvation when you make him your Lord. And the scripture that, that was really standing out to me is 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. If you haven't already grabbed your Bible and a notebook, you might want to do that and take some notes today. Amen? Have it in the Amplified. You want to Amplify? Yeah, read it in the Amplified. This is good. 2 Corinthians 5, 17. Therefore, if any person is engrafted in Christ the Messiah, he is a new creation, a new creature altogether. The old previous moral and spiritual condition has passed away. Behold, the fresh and new has come. I mean, look at this. It says you become a new creation. You're in, literally, this word creature means species. You become a new species mm. because you're a child of God. You know, you're, you, you now have a reborn spirit. And you know what's awesome about this scripture? I'm going to read out the King James. Is it says right here, therefore, if any man be in Christ. And that's the thing is that if you're in him, because if you're not in Christ, uh, let me just say it this way. You look a lot better when you're in Christ than when you're out of Christ. Amen. It says, but if anybody be in Christ, it's like you are in that relationship with him. It says he is a new creature. But literally that word he is, when you read it in the Greek, it literally means if he's in Christ, let him be a new creature. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's a choice yeah. to become a new creature. Amen. You, you have some people that they get born again, but they keep doing the same thing, still living the same life. They've accepted Jesus, but they haven't changed anything about their life. They refuse to change. You can't, you can't ride that horse too long. <laughs> but he says right here that old things are passed away, and that's a process. Mm -hmm. That's something we had to learn. You know, it doesn't happen all at once. Some things do. Some things do, but then th some things take a while. You're, it's a constant. Every day I want to change. Every day I want to change. And then one day, oh, wow, I changed. Yeah. You know, it, it's the constant process. And the Lord talks about how much he wants change. Look at this. He says, let him be a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things. He wants all things to become new. And then when you read verse 18, it describes what all things he's talking about. It says all things are of God. Mm. God wants to take what wasn't him and replace it with him mm -hmm. in your life. Now, let's start off with you, your oh, testimony. God. <laughs> when, when you, there might be some people that haven't heard your testimony yet. So I want you to take a moment to share that because I think someone needs to hear it. There might be a mom out there, a wife out there. Somebody needs to hear this. Uh, you might be a, a, a husband out there. I don't know. that Somebody needs to hear your testimony. About but when I got saved? About when you got saved, and then what, what, was the, what began to change first? Um, I think that the, the first thing that changed really is what, my, what, my, um, what was important to me changed. Your value system. My value system changed immediately. You know, um, it's funny because I've talked to people before, and we were talking actually to a friend of ours and he was he was making not making fun but he was just saying how he wished that uh what happened to us happened to him but it didn't because we had shared that the minute that i got saved that day that i got saved uh, that i gave my heart to the lord um i never drank again and it's been 31 31 years 30, 30 something yeah, 30, 30 years, years. um it never drank again never smoked again uh, you quit throwing knives at me. Quit throwing knives at you. Yeah. Um, 
and, you know, never drank, smoked, never did drugs, anything like that. Again, since that very night, you know, and it wasn't until actually in just a couple of weeks ago when he said something, I told you, I said, babe, I said, I never realized how amazing that was. I just, I, it just was something real for me. I felt like, well, that's how it is for everybody, but it wasn't. You know, a mm -hmm. lot of people, you know, change happens gradually. For me, for that night, that changed immediately. The night that I got saved, that changed immediately. I um, shared this story before. I was uh, on drugs, drinking, doing all kinds of crazy stuff. And um, I was out partying, and you came and got me, and I had, we had a two-year-old daughter. And uh, I walked home from partying and thinking that, I remember thinking that night, what a crazy night that was, that I couldn't believe I was in the situation that I was in, that I was doing the things that I was doing. I was unhappy. I, me and you were at a place where we were already, had already talked about separating. We were already getting a divorce. We had already worked it all out. You know, this is how, what we're going to do. And um, I just remember walking down the hall and you told me not to leave again. Um, and you went in the room and you went back to sleep. And that was even weird too, that you got up in the middle of the night to look for me because you never did. Passed out you always passed out and went to bed. And everything about, I always think, never really thought about the fact that you did. That in the middle of the night, you woke up to go look for me, which you never had before. And I remember you walked in your room and I walked into our daughter's room and I just sat there and I saw her and she's two years old and I saw her and I, I just realized at that moment that I needed change. I knew that if she, if I didn't change at that moment, <clears throat> that her life would be what mine was at that moment. And at that moment, I was 21. Um, I was going to be 22. I was 21 years old, and I was not happy. I didn't like the person that I was. I didn't like the, the my character. I didn't like my my everything, anything about me. I didn't like, and I didn't want her to be like that. I didn't want her to be me. And so I got on my knees and I just, and I didn't realize then that I was getting saved. I didn't realize that's what I was doing. Mm -hmm. I got on my knees and I just put my hand on her. I didn't realize I was laying hands on her. I didn't realize any of these things. You know, later on the Holy Spirit just brings things. I just put my hands on her and I just began to cry and cry and pray and ask the Lord uh, to change me. I said, Lord, change me. I don't want her to be like me. I don't want her to be like me. I always still get just so... Um, I was lost at that moment, and I didn't want my kids to ever be lost. I didn't want her to ever be at the place to where she would be lost. And um, I asked God to change me that night, and he did. That moment, I got up a changed person. I got up with an understanding that my life would never be the same. Um, I got up. I walked into the, I remember boldly walking into the room and waking you up, and the sun was just coming up. It's like 6 in the morning. Uh, yeah, the sun was just coming up, and I woke you up, and I said, we're going to church. I said, uh, I need to go to church. I have to be there. And then you turn around, and you're like, I'm not going to church. I don't need that preacher to tell me I'm a sinner. Shut the door. And you shut the door. And I always, I always remember that night because I feel like, that morning, because I feel like when I shut the door, I just shut the door on you. I shut the door on all the junk that came with you. I didn't care about you. I didn't care about anything but my kid. I grabbed clothes. I went into the room because she had um, a bathroom in her mm -hmm. bedroom. Uh, I don't know what we're thinking. We gave her the master bedroom because she was two and needed it, you know. So she had the, the bathroom in her 
uh, bedroom, and so went in there, took a shower, got her up, got her dressed, and we walked to church. I was at church at 8 in the morning. They had an 8.30 service. And I remember uh, Sunday school was at 8, and then church was at 9, so I went. And I remember as I was walking out, the pastor asked me, he said, and I just cried through the whole service, and the pastor asked me at that time, he said, um, how are you doing? And he said, and I told him, I said, not good. I said, not good, and I just started crying. And he told me, he said, you keep coming. You keep coming. And I did. I did. I, I knew that that morning I had changed, and I didn't care. You know, that morning I changed, and it didn't matter if you changed or not. And I did. I changed that day. I changed not only, I, I know for a fact that I changed not only the course that God was, uh, that the enemy was trying to take my life, but I also changed the course in what the enemy would have done to my daughter. Mm-hmm. Right now my daughter is 31 years old. She is nothing that I was at all and never has been and never has even, has even experienced anything that we went through at all. Mm-hmm. Why? Because I made a decision that day to change, and because I changed, her life changed. You know, mm-hmm. at that moment, it changed. And thank God you came along and you decided to get saved and all those kinds of things because I know for a fact I'd still be where I am today. You know, I'd still be saved. Mm-hmm. I'd still have a 31-year-old daughter that loves the Lord. I probably wouldn't have my other two kids, mm-hmm. but, or I, or, you know, I'm a good woman. I'd have found somebody. I don't know. But anyways, <laughs> but, um, you know, it, it's, it's, it's a change that is a lasting effect. Mm-hmm. When it's a God change, it's a lasting effect. I know I'm talking a lot, but. No, no, people but, need to hear this. But when it's a God thing, it, it's a lasting thing. When it's a change that you decide to make, and it's, I spoke about this a couple of days ago, when it's a change you want to do, it's something that you want to do, it could be good. Mm-hmm. But is it heavenly? Is it is it a he- yeah. for a heavenly purpose? Is it for a purpose that God has? I know I know that when it, it's a God change and He changes you and He directs that change, it's a lasting effect mm-hmm. if you allow it to be. And I did. I allowed it to be. Thirty years later, thirty one years later, I've allowed it to be. You mm-hmm. know, and and I stay in that change. I don't um, try to make change that. I, I just keep going forward. Yeah, and, and you have to be you have to be open to allow the Lord to, to work that change inside of you because you know, again, like you said, all things become new, mm-hmm. and then again, verse 18, all things are of God. Because yeah. I've watched Christians replace something that was bad with something else that was bad. Mm. I remember one time hearing a, a woman, she told us this, you, you'll remember this element. She said that her husband, he used to be, uh, he used to cheat on her and, uh, you know, just would not give her the time that she needed. He didn't, uh, he just, she she was an afterthought. And he got born again and then he like dove into like hobbies. And he, his wife said, and I want to say his uh, business or job, and his wife said, he he, he replaced this mistress with this other mistress. Mm To where you remember that? Mm-hmm. Where they, I think it was a job. To where now that the job's his mistress. To where it's like, so not all change is mm-hmm. the right change. Just mm-hmm. because something changed doesn't mean it's the right change. Because some people, let me tell you something. Uh, I've especially in this season, I have never seen so many people that have been in the right church change to a different church. Mm. It's like, why would you leave the best? that God has for you to go to something different. And that's what it is. People just want something different. They want to change. And what you need to understand is that's an attack. Mm -hmm. You know, Satan attacks people because it's like this. If he cannot get you to quit, 
know what I'm saying? Quit going to church, period. Quit, quit, quit being involved. Quit being connected to a church. If he can't get you to quit, then he wants to keep you from God's best. He doesn't mind you going to church, but don't let it be the church that you need and that church needs you. And, and in this day and hour, it's like, you know, it's important for us to understand, you know, that God is the one involved in the change in our life because... You know, you think about what God began in you, and, and I, I want to go somewhere, but I think I'm going to hold it off for the next episode. But, you know, there's something that God wants to accomplish in your life, but there's also things that God wants to accomplish through your life. Mm -hmm. And sometimes there's a change that needs to happen in the life of somebody else, and God has equipped you. There is something inside mm -hmm. of you yeah. that needs to come forth that, that is going to help launch a change in somebody else's life. And I was thinking about this this morning, you know, I was thinking about when the Lord called me to Uganda. Mm -hmm. And I was just remembering how wild that was. I mean, I seen Jesus. I'm talking, got laid out in church, man. I'm seeing Jesus. And he's told me I'm called to be an apostle, called to go to Uganda, Africa for life. And he's showing me, me ministering to the sea of black people. I didn't know where Uganda was. And I didn't know what an apostle was. All I knew is I seen Jesus. I knew it was Jesus. And, mm -hmm. and man, by the time I got up off that floor, uh, you know, it just totally grabbed a hold of my heart. Yeah. So I was like, oh, my God, I'm called to Uganda. Where's Uganda? Remember, we went yeah. home and got an atlas to find Uganda. And, and it was like I had no idea at that time the magnitude of what would happen when we made it to Uganda. Yeah. Just the tens of thousands of the people that we've ministered to since 2000. You know, and I think about all of pastors and leaders and apostles, you know, from all these nations that we've done pastors and leadership conferences yeah, with yeah. thousands in attendance. That's not counting village ministries, prison ministries to thousands, thousands upon thousands or radio or television, millions that we've ministered to in Uganda alone. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking about that. And I remember when God told me, I called you, Uganda, he told me, I'm going to confirm it to you three ways. That's because we just got saved and we yeah. didn't know. We, we didn't know, remember? We didn't know anything we about confirmations know. or nothing. I just knew God said, I'm going to confirm this to you three ways. And there's three people that are going to they're going to confirm this. Your mom, your pastor, and there was a sister in the church. And uh, that, that they would confirm this. I waited eight years for God to confirm that thing. And one of the things that was that I was thinking about today was that person, that sister in the church that God wanted to use. That confirmation didn't come. Mm -hmm. And I remember that kind of got me a little bit. Mm -hmm. And so this morning as I was studying, don't make get emotional, I was just thinking about how important people are. And I'm telling you, if you get anything, get this today. You have a responsibility mm -hmm. to the potential that is within you. Mm -hmm. And if you don't realize that potential, if you don't realize that God's doing something in you, he's changing you because there's something in you that needs to come out of you. It's not something he's going to put in there. It's something that gets released now that your spirit's born again. Mm. And your decisions and the changes you decide to make, good or bad, are going to affect not only your life, but it can affect the course of someone like myself. If I would have sat around and waited for that lady's confirmation, she quit going to church. Mm -hmm. I don't even know if she's serving God anymore. Mm -hmm. But it's like, but God had to show me sometimes some, you know, some things will change, but it's not because God wanted it to change, because sometimes some people just don't follow through. Mm -hmm. So I don't know where you're at today, but I do know this. God wanted you to hear my wife's testimony. 
I do know that God's talking to you about something that needs to be different in your life. Maybe there's a way of thinking, a ha some habits, or some relationships you have that God's been talking to you saying, hey. You know, your life matters, yeah. Yeah, and he wants you to know that there's, there's, there's more to you than mistakes you've made. Yes. And he'll help you make changes, even the hard changes. And we'll talk about this because sometimes some stuff lingers so long, we don't think we can get. Sometimes people start accepting things that yeah. are dysfunctional yeah. because they just don't see how it can change. I mean, have you ever tried changing before and it didn't work, like quit smoking? And I don't know how many times I tried quitting smoking. But I'm telling you, there comes a time where change will, it'll take place, amen? And so we want to help you with that, amen? And um, again, you know, I, I, I want to know how you're doing. We want to pray for you. We will be praying for you for those changes in your yes. life. You don't want to miss the next episode as we continue this course on making godly change. Amen. So like and subscribe to this channel so that way we can make sure that you receive, amen, these next episodes because they're going to help you to turn the corner, amen, to experience the mm -hmm. changes that God's been desiring to do. Amen. We love you. Thank you for being our guest today. And we look forward to seeing you guys again on Kingdom Concepts.